Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless story. Let's hear God's word for today. Nehemiah chapter 7. When the walls had been rebuilt and I had the doors installed, the gatekeepers, singers, and Levites were appointed. Then I put my brother Hananiah in charge of Jerusalem, along with Hananiah, commander of the fortress, because he was a faithful man who feared God more than most. I said to them, Do not open the gates of Jerusalem until the sun is hot, and let the doors be shut and securely fastened while the guards are on duty. Station the citizens of Jerusalem as guards, some at their posts and some at their homes. The city was large and spacious, but there were few people in it, and no houses had been built yet. Then my God put it into my mind to assemble the nobles, the officials, and the people to be registered by genealogy. I found the genealogical record of those who came back first, and found the following written in it. These are the people of the province who went up among the captive exiles deported by King Nebuchadnezzar of Babylon. Each of them returned to Jerusalem and Judah to his own town. They came from Zerubbabel, Yeshua, Nehemiah, Azariah, Rahamiah, Nahamani, Mordecai, Bilshan, Mispereth, Bigvah, Nahum, and Banah. The number of Israelite men included Parash descendants, 2,172, Shephtiah's descendants, 372, Eraz descendants, 652, Pahath Moab's descendants, Yeshua and Joab's descendants, 2,818, Elam's descendants, 1,254, Zatu's descendants, 845. Zakai's descendants, 760. Benu's descendants, 648. Bebai's descendants, 628. Asgad's descendants, 2,322. Adonikam's descendants, 667. Bigvai's descendants, 2,067. Aden's descendants, 655. Atar's descendants of Hezekiah, 98. Hashem's descendants, 328. Besai's descendants, 324. Hiraph's descendants, 112. Gibeon's descendants, 95. Bethlehem and Netophah's men, 188. Anathoth's men, 128. Beth Asmaveth's men, 42. Kiriath. Jerem's, Shepharaz, and Beroth's men, 743. Ramaz and Geba's men, 621. Michmah's men, 122. Bethel and Ai's men, 123. The other Nebo's men, 52. The others Elam's people, 1,254. Harem's people, 320. Jericho's people, 345. Lods, Hadids, and Ono's people, 721. Sana's people, 3,930. The priests included Jedediah's descendants of the house of Jesua, 973. 
Immer's descendants, 1,052. Pesher's descendants, 1,247. Harim's descendants, 1,017. The Levites included Yeshua's descendants of Kadmiel, Hudeva's descendants, 74. The singers included Asfa's descendants, 148. The gatekeepers included Shalom's descendants, Atur's descendants, Talam's descendants, Akub's descendants, Hatai's descendants, and Shobai's descendants, 138. The temple's servants, oh, sorry, let's verse 46. The temple's servants included Zaha's descendants, Hasfu's descendants, Taboeth's descendants, Kira's descendants, Sai's descendants, Padan's descendants, Lebanon's descendants, Hagabah's descendants, Shomei's descendants, Hanan's descendants, Giddel's descendants, Gahar's descendants, Riah's descendants, Rezin's descendants, Nakoda's descendants, Gazam's descendants, Uzzah's descendants, Pasea's descendants, Besai's descendants, Meunim's descendants, Nephishim's descendants, Bakbuk's descendants, Hakuf's descendants, Harher's descendants, Bazlif's descendants, Mahida's descendants, Harsha's descendants, Barkot's descendants, Zisira's descendants, Tamaz's descendants, Neziah's descendants, Hatfath's descendants. The descendants of Solomon's servants included Satah's descendants, Sepharis' descendants, Peridia's descendants, Jalala's descendants, Darkon's descendants, Giddel's descendants, Shepai Hataya's descendants, Hatil's descendants, Poshera's Hazabaim's descendants, Amon's descendants, all temple servants and all descendants of Solomon's servants, 392. The following are those who came from Tel Melah, Tel Hashar, Cherub, Adon, and Immer, but were unable to prove that their ancestral families and their lineages were Israelites. Delilah's descendants, Tobiah's descendants, and Nakoda's descendants, 642. And from the priests and the descendants of Hobiah, and the descendants of Hakaz and the descendants of Barzillai, who had taken a wife from the daughters of Barzillai, the Gileadite, and who bore their name. These searched for their entries in the genealogical records, but they could not be found, so they were disqualified from the priesthood. The governor ordered them not to eat the most holy things until there was a priest who could consult Urim and Thummim. The whole combined assembly numbered 42,360, not included their 7,337 male and female servants, as well as their 245 male and female singers. They had 736 horses, 245 mules, 435 camels, 6,720 donkeys. Some of the family heads contributed to the project. The governor gave 1,000 gold coins, 50 bowls, and 530 priestly garments to the treasury. Some of the family heads gave 20,000 gold coins and 2,200 silver minas to the treasury for the the project. The rest of the people gave 20,000 gold coins, 2,000 silver minas, and 67 priestly garments. The priests, Levites, gatekeepers, temple singers, and some people... Ooh, let's start over. 73... Verse 73, the priests, Levites, gatekeepers, temple singers, some of the people, temple servants, and all Israel settled in their towns. 
when the seventh month came and the Israelites had settled in their towns. Nehemiah chapter 8. All the people gathered together at the square in front of the water gate. They asked the scribe Ezra to bring the book of the law of Moses that the Lord had given Israel. On the first day of the seventh month, the priest Ezra brought the law before the assembly of men, women, and all who could listen with understanding. While he was facing the square in front of the water gate, he read out of it from daybreak until noon before the men, the women, and those who could understand. All the people listened attentively to the book of the law. The scribe Ezra stood on the high wooden platform made for this purpose. Matithiah, Shema, Ananiah, Uriah, Hilkiah, and Maasiah stood beside him on his right. To the left were Pedadiah, Mishael, Malachaja, Hashem, Hashbananah, Zechariah, and Melisham. Ezra opened the book in full view of all the people, since he was elevated above everyone. As he opened it, all the people stood up. Ezra blessed the Lord, the great God, and with their hands lifted, all the people said, Amen, Amen. Then they knelt low and worshipped the Lord with their faces to the ground. Jeshua, Benai, Sherebai, Jamin, Akub, Shebathai, Hodiah, Masathiah, Kalida, Azariah, Jasab, Hanan, and Peliah, who were Levites, explained the law to the people as they stood in their places. They read out the book of the law of God, translating and giving the meaning so that the people could understand what was read. Nehemiah the governor, Ezra the priest and scribe, and the Levites who were instructing the people said to all of them, This day is holy to the Lord your God. Do not mourn or weep, for all the people were weeping as they heard the words of the law. Then he said to them, Go and eat what is rich, drink what is sweet, and send portions to those who have nothing prepared. Since today is holy to our Lord, do not grieve, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And the Levites quieted all the people, saying, Be still, since today is holy, don't grieve. Then all the people began to eat and drink, send portions, and have great celebration, because they had understood the words that were explained to them. On the second day, the family heads of all the people, along with the priests and Levites, assembled before the scribe Ezra to study the words of the law. They found written in the law how the Lord had commanded through Moses that the Israelites should dwell in shelters during the festivals of the seventh month. So they proclaimed and spread this news throughout their towns and in Jerusalem, saying, Go out to the hill country and bring back branches of olive, wild olive, myrtle, palm, and other leafy trees to make shelters just as it is written. The people went out, brought back branches, and made shelters for themselves on each of their rooftops. In courtyards, the court of the house of God, the square by the water gate, and the square by the Ephraim gate. The whole community that had returned from exile made shelters and lived in them. The Israelites had not celebrated like this from the days of Joshua, son of Nun, until that day. And there was tremendous joy. Ezra read out of the book of the law of God every day from the first day to the last. The Israelites celebrated the festivals for seven days, 
And on the eighth day there was a solemn assembly, according to the ordinance. Nehemiah chapter 9. On the twenty-fourth day of this month, the Israelites assembled. They were fasting, wearing sackcloth, and had put dust on their heads. Those of Israelite descent separated themselves from all foreigners, and they stood and confessed their sins and the iniquities of their ancestors. While they stood in their places, they read from the book of the law of the Lord their God for a fourth of the day, and spent another fourth of the day in confession and worship of the Lord their God. Yeshua, Benai, Kadmiel, Shebani, Buni, Sherebai, Bani, Shinani, stood on the raised platforms built for the Levites and cried out loudly to the Lord their God. Then the Levites, Yeshua, Kadmiel, Benai, Hashabenai, Sherebiah, Hodiah, Shebaniah, and Bethahiah said, Stand up, blessed be the Lord your God from everlasting to everlasting. Blessed be your glorious name, and may it be exalted above all blessings and praise. You, Lord, are the only God. You created the heavens, the highest heavens, with all their stars, the earth and all that is in, on it, the seas and all that is in them. You give life to all of them, and all the stars of heaven worship you. You, the Lord, are God who chose Abram and brought him out of Ur of the Ch Chaldeans and changed his name to Abraham. You found his heart faithful in your sight and made a covenant with him to give the land of the Canaanites, Hethites, Amorites, Perizzites, Jebusites, Gerashites, to give it to his descendants. You have fulfilled your promise, for you are righteous. You saw the oppression of our ancestors in Egypt and heard their cry at the Red Sea. You performed signs and wonders against Pharaoh, all his officials, and all the people of his land. For you knew how arrogantly they treated our ancestors. You made a name for yourself that endures to this day. You divided the sea before them, and they crossed through it on dry ground. You hurled their pursuers into the depths like a stone into raging water. You led them with a pillar of cloud by day and with a pillar of fire by night to illuminate the way they should go. You came down from, ugh, verse 13. You came down on Mount Sinai and spoke to them from heaven. You gave them impartial ordinances, reliable instructions, and good statutes and commands. You revealed your holy Sabbath to them. You gave them commands, statutes, and instructions through your servant Moses. You provided bread from heaven for their hunger. You brought them water from the rock for their thirst. You told them to go in and possess the land you had sworn to give them. But our ancestors acted arrogantly. They became stiff-necked and did not listen to your commands. They refused to listen and did not remember your wonders. You performed among them. Okay, starting over because that's like one sentence. Verse 17, they refused to listen and did not remember your wonders you performed among them. They became stiff-necked and appointed a leader to return to their slavery in Egypt. But you are a forgiving God, gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in faithful love. And you did not abandon them. Even after they had cast an image of a calf for themselves and said, This is your God who brought you out of Egypt. And they had committed terrible blasphemies. You did not abandon them in the wilderness because of your great compassion. During the day, the pillar of cloud never turned away from them, guiding them on their journey. And during the night, the pillar of fire illuminated the way they should go. You sent your good spirit to instruct them. 
you did not withhold your manna from their mouths, and you gave them the water for their thirst. You provided for them in the wilderness forty years, and they lacked nothing. Their clothes did not wear out, and their feet did not swell. You gave them kingdoms and peoples and established boundaries for them. They took possession of the land of King Sion of Heshbon and the land of King Og of Bashan. You multiplied their descendants like the stars of the sky and brought them to the land. You told their ancestors to go in and possess. So their descendants went in and possessed the land. You subdued the Canaanites who inhabited the land before them and handed their kings and surrounding peoples over to them to do as they pleased with them. They captured fortified cities and fertile land and took possession of well-supplied houses, cisterns cut out of the rock, vineyards, olive groves, and fruit trees in abundance. They ate, were filled, became prosperous, and delighted in your great goodness. But they were disobedient and rebelled against you. They flung your law behind their backs and killed your prophets who warned them. In order to turn them back to you, they committed terrible blasphemies. So you handed them over to their enemies who oppressed them. In their time of distress, they cried out to you, and you heard them from heaven. In your abundant compassion, you gave them deliverers who rescued them from the powers of their enemies. But as soon as they had relief, they again did what was evil in your sight. So you abandoned them to the powers of their enemies who dominated them. When they cried out to you again, you heard from heaven and rescued them many times in your compassion. You warned them to turn back to your law, but they acted arrogantly and would not obey your commands. They sinned against your ordinances, which a person will live by if he does them. They stubbornly resisted, stiffened their necks, and would not obey. You were patient with them for many years, and your spirit warned them through your prophets, but they would not listen. Therefore, you handed them over to the surrounding peoples. However, in your abundant compassion, you did not destroy them or abandon them, for you are a gracious and compassionate God. So now our God, the great, mighty, and awe-inspiring God who keeps his gracious covenant do not view lightly all the hardships that have afflicted us, our kings and leaders, our priests and prophets, our ancestors, and all your people from the days of the Assyrian kings until today. You are righteous concerning all that has happened to us, because you have acted faithfully while we have acted wickedly. Our kings, leaders, priests, and ancestors did not obey your law or listen to your commands and the warnings you gave them. When they were in their kingdom with your abundant goodness that you gave them, and in the spacious and fertile lands that you set before them, they would not serve you or turn from their wicked ways. Here we are today, slaves in the land you gave our ancestors, so they could enjoy its fruits and its goodness. Here we are, slaves in it. Its abundant harvest goes to the kings you have set over us because of our sins. They rule over our bodies and our livestock as they please. We are in great distress. In view of all of this, we are making a binding agreement in writing on a sealed document containing the names of our leaders, Levites, and priests. First Timothy chapter 6. 
all who are under the yoke as slaves should regard their own masters as worthy of all respect, so that God's name and his teaching will not be blasphemed. Let those who have believing masters not be disrespectful to them because they are brothers, but serve them even better since those who benefit from their service are believers and dearly loved. Teach and encourage these things. If anyone teaches false doctrine and does not agree with the sound teaching of our Lord Jesus Christ and with the teaching that promotes godliness, he is conceited and understands nothing, but has an unhealthy interest in disputes and arguments over words. From these come envy, quarreling, slander, evil suspicions, and constant disagreement among people whose minds are depraved and deprived of the truth, who imagine that godliness is a way to material gain. But godliness with contentment is great gain. For we brought nothing into the world, and we can take nothing out. If we have food and clothing, we will be content with these. But those who want to be rich fall into temptation, a trap, and many foolish and harmful desires which plunge people into ruin and destruction. For the love of money is a root of all kinds of evil, and by craving it, some have wandered away from the faith and pierced themselves with many griefs. But you, man of God, flee from these things and pursue righteousness, godliness, faith, love, endurance, and gentleness. Fight the good fight of faith. Take hold of eternal life to which you were called and about which you have made a good confession in the presence of many witnesses. In the presence of God, who gives life to all, and of Christ Jesus, who gave a good confession before Pontius Pilate, I charge you to keep this command without fault or failure until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ. God will bring this about in his own time. He is the blessed and only sovereign, the King of kings and the Lord of lords, who alone is immortal and who lives in unapproachable light, whom no one has seen or can see. To him be honor and eternal power. Amen. Instruct those who are rich in the present age not to be arrogant or to set their hope on the uncertainty of wealth, but on God, who richly provides us with all things to enjoy. Instruct them to do what is good, to be rich in good works, to be generous and willing to share, storing up treasure for themselves as a good foundation for the coming age, so that they may take hold of what is truly life. Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to you, avoiding irreverent and empty speech and contradictions from what is falsely called knowledge. By professing it, some people have departed from the faith. Grace be with you all. This has been the Bible 365 Podcast, a production of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church and School in Edmond, Oklahoma. 
in collaboration with Cinematic Waves TV and Film Post-Production Studios. The Christian Standard Bible is copyright 2017 by Holman Bible Publishers, used by permission. Having heard the word for today, may the same Holy Spirit who inspired Scripture now inspire faith in you to live each day as a disciple of Jesus Christ. Love God, love one another, and love your neighbor.